please exhale. And now let's begin. Welcome to the Science of Light. I'm your host, Rosemary. If you're interested in exploring holistic wellness topics through a perspective that blends spirituality with science, I think you've found the right place. And I'm so grateful that you're here. Let's figure out this life thing together. Always keep your feet on the ground, your head in the stars, and stay in the light. Hello, and welcome to what I'm going to call the one-year anniversary episode of the Science of Light podcast. And you might look back at the episodes and be like, wait, the first episode went out in like December or something, and it's October 20th, so how does this make the one-year anniversary? And so that's actually what I'm going to talk about today is milestones and how celebrating them can be helpful. It's it's a, an integral part of a gratitude practice, in my opinion, but um, ways that we can reframe it away from the typical things you think of when celebrating milestones, especially. So this topic is informed a lot from my experience with uh, being a recovering drug addict. Um, I think I think milestones in some communities or in some ways can be looked at in like a less than helpful way. I think so. So there's pros and cons to milestones. There's different ways to look at it. So I want to think through some of those things today. I think um, this is really relevant to this episode is going out on a full moon. Happy full moon. Actually, as I'm recording this, the kind of peak of the full moon was like a few minutes ago. Um, And this is what I'm reflecting on today. I was trying to find like a relevant yoga philosophy concept and I really didn't come up with anything um, like from the sutras or anything about that I could like twist and contort into relating to milestones. So we'll just say in living seasonally and living with, so this is more related to astrology and Ayurveda, celebrating milestones. And that's what I have to offer you. It's a very good practice for the full moon, for the end of the year for this harvest season that we're in to kind of look back on what we've accomplished with gratitude, um, take a moment to be in the joy of this present moment and, and realize that most times in life, whether or not you're at like a specific anniversary date of something, um, you probably are existing in some way in that it, that a version of you many months or years ago could only hope and pray for. So I'm sure there's something in your life right now that you can cultivate that gratitude for like, okay, what did past me like always wish for? And now here I am. Maybe something little, maybe something big, maybe several somethings, little and big. And That's kind of my main point, but I'm going to explain more about the background of what I mean by milestones. And, um, and I also just want to acknowledge that it's been one year of podcasting, even though my first episode didn't go out for like a couple months from now, like technically, um, my first episode, I think released in like the end of December or something, but that's my approach to milestones is that it's like, 
I'm not that dogmatic. Y'all might learn this about me if you haven't already, that I am not very dogmatic about many things. I try to walk that middle path between, like, staying true to yoga's roots, um, but I guess my growing up in super rigid religious environments, I'm like, I, I polarize myself against that, so I'm like, eh, it's not that serious, like, nothing's that serious, right? I don't, I don't take myself or really much of anything too seriously, so anyway, one year of podcasting. So I want to tell you more about how this podcast came to be, um, what drove me to start it, how I am looking back on the past year of podcasting. But I, it's not just about that because I there's some valid reasons for doing that. And my one year of podcasting is just the example. As usually you will see, I have an example a lot of times from my personal life. Um to illustrate a point for you. So the point I'm trying to get at is this idea that looking back with gratitude is super important because myself, like anyone else, I'm like, I have big plans, big dreams, you know, things like I'm always looking forward to the next thing, which can sometimes hinder being really in the present moment, enjoying the now. Like, you know, I have a toddler, he's two, like I try to enjoy the time with him because it's just so, every day is so different. He learns something new every day. I can just see his little gears turning. So things like that really help me stay present. But in terms of things like career goals and relationship goals, like my partner and I got married this year, you know, things like that. It's just at one point in my life, I really wanted to be at various points that I am now. But now that I'm there, I still have like even more big dreams and goals. And as I realize more goals, I set more goals. And I think that's really typical. So if you think about like, we're always looking towards the horizon. We're always like, what's on the horizon for us? And it's a very like, a lot of us can have a very future oriented um, mindset. I mean, that's, I feel like what drives the idea of trying to manifest things is like, what am I going to bring into my life in the future? And as you move forward, that horizon does not get any closer. So we can't evaluate our success by how close we moved to the horizon. We have to look back to evaluate our success and realize that we are probably in some ways or in lots of ways in a place where we once hoped and prayed to be. So then also realizing that success is a byproduct of failure. Like we've probably messed up multiple times along the way and that doesn't mean uh, we didn't reach our goals or maybe um, – there are some goals we didn't reach and we just completely pivoted and gave that up. And that doesn't mean that we are a quote unquote failure, you know? So, so that's kind of what I'm getting at with milestones is that I think we need to, you know, well, here's the yoga philosophy piece for you. It's about staying in the present moment, right? So, so ideally we would 
just always be grateful for the moment we're in, you know, regardless of what's going on, good or bad. We would just always be super present and super in the moment. But the society we live in, that's why we, you know, need to practice things like yoga and mindfulness, is constantly pulling us back into the past or forward into the future, right? And so I think there is a delicate balance there, but I think it's important to look back on milestones. And so what I want to talk about, my perspective on this related to recovery is because in recovery circles, I always felt like there's this super emphasis on milestones, like maybe even too much of an emphasis on milestones that it almost feels like living in the past. Um, so that's kind of the more dark side of this energy, more pitfall side of thinking about milestones. Like I know people not like super well or personally, but I see this all the time. People are like, I'm celebrating 798 days clean. And I'm like, if you are past like 90 days and you're still counting the days at that point, that just feels excruciating to me. Believe me, I've done it. And every time I did that, when I was like counting the days, I felt like I was keeping myself super anchored. This is, this is not how I felt at the time necessarily, but this is how it looks from the outside looking back on it when I was counting the days to that um, extreme. It felt like I was keeping myself anchored to the dark times, to that past negative version of myself. Like my identity is around my failure. <laughs> like, you know, the heart, the bad things I went through. Like I'm like every single day, that's all I think about is, oh, am I going to fuck up today? You know what I mean? That just feels like the wrong mindset to me. Um, so I think it's important like I was saying, to be grateful in the present moment, to look back every once in a while on where you've come from and everything you've accomplished, yes, but staying in that, like, every single day of my life, I'm gonna compare myself to where I was. 798 days is, like, more than two years, I think. Or it's around two years, because 365 times two is, like, a little more than 700, right? Because 350 times two is 700, math. Um, so it's like a little over two years. And it's like at that point, you know, I get it. Some people have like calculators on their phone or whatever, and they can just look and it tells them. But I just think when you're celebrating milestones, I think the best way to approach it is not by keeping yourself anchored in the past version of yourself, but to measure your progress in a way of like, where am I now? You know, and that might look more like, what are my successes? And I get that like with being clean, like what we've been told is that the paradigm is to measure that by like how long you've been clean or sober or whatever. But that hasn't been my approach at all. Um, I actually don't know the exact date that I got clean. I know it was in November of 2016, but I even actually like dabbled a couple times after that. Like I got high a couple times between like 
like over that winter of 2016 and I don't count that. I don't I don't treat things so fatalistically. And that brings me to my podcast example, podcasting example because it's like well, when did I put out the first episode of this show? It was like in December of last year. But when did I start this show? I kind of got the idea around August. I like um really solidified the idea around October and I think I made for some reason October 20th stands out in my mind and I don't know why um I actually like I really don't because this is what I'm saying I I am not dogmatic about dates like my husband and I don't really have like an anniversary of of when we started dating I don't it was like January of 2017 I don't know he might know I don't know the date of our first date I don't really know because we spent a period of time of of becoming a couple and I can't put a date on that and it's the same thing with with getting clean with starting this podcast with anything it's like you spend a period of time becoming and when you have this idea that like okay now I am this thing and I am going to be it forever uh it it feels fatalistic to me and it feels like like life doesn't really work that way so so I've seen it with my relationship, with my um with starting this podcast, with getting clean off of drugs, like a bunch of things is dates don't really work for me as milestones. Um and it's the same thing with having kids. It's like we think that kids should be walking by a year or crawling by 6 months or what like I don't even remember my kids are not even that old yet and I like don't even remember like milestones for children are not on like a time path like everybody's different and and they spend a period of time becoming what I call going from the potato phase to becoming like an actual baby to becoming a kid to becoming a person it's like we spend our whole life becoming it's like the velveteen rabbit I don't know if you know if anybody knows the velveteen rabbit but it was a book that um it's like a children's book I think it's like really old. I remember, I think we had a copy of it like at my grandma's house or something when I was a kid. And I remember my mom reading it to me as a kid and it's, uh, the Velveteen Rabbit is like this stuffed animal, a stuffed rabbit, like a little, you know, a little plush rabbit. Um, and it is the most loved stuffed animal. And it, the idea of the story is that the stuffed animals get loved so much that like their little buttons for eyes fall off and their skin gets threadbare, you know, the little fluffy fur gets all threadbare and they get loved so much that they become real. And by the end of the story, the, the velveteen rabbit, um, becomes a real rabbit because it got loved so much. And, and the kind of takeaway that I'm applying from that story, you could read it, especially if you have kids, like get by the book, if you can find it, um, or look it up, that, that you become real. It's not like just a poof. It's, it's not like a moment in time that you can really like put a finger on. Um, it's more like a, a process. So this is my approach to milestones with anything is celebrating pieces along 
the process. So I'm looking back now because I'm like, oh, sometime in October. I think maybe maybe October 20th is like when I bought the domain or something uh, for my website. I don't remember. I just know in, like in October, October was like a big time for me like making steam on starting this podcast. And it felt important to me to start this podcast to kind of like share my story and um, there felt like a gap in kind of the, there's a ton of yoga podcasts out there. There's a bunch of astrology podcasts out there. There's a bunch of wellness podcasts out there. But I felt like I could either find ones that were super evidence-based or like super westernized, super masculine, like I was listening to like the mindset mentor for a little bit and that just felt a little too like brah for me, you know, like I like some of the stuff that guy says, but um, I just felt a little too capitalistic, a little too whatever. And then all the yoga podcasts, it seems like all of them are either like teaching you how to run a yoga business. And I'm like, okay, like, yes, as yoga teachers, we do need to run a yoga business, but I don't want to just talk about business all the time. Although all these concepts are important if you do want to run a business. I don't want to just talk about, um, like woo woo stuff. You know, I realize there's a lot of spirituality and whatever, but I think like I wanted to start a podcast because if there's not one that I can listen to, that's like this, I could just stay plugged into these topics and form my own opinions and create one, create a place for those of us that want to bridge the gap between those two worlds, between the kind of more esoteric, ethereal, like yoga stuff and evidence-based, yes, we all exist under capitalism, yes, everything is a business model. Um, My business model with this podcast, like full disclosure, um, this is actually one of the things I'm like been wanting to, to say explicitly Um, most podcasts, the business model is ads, right? They get paid based on their listenership because they want to like, because the, because advertisement works and the companies will pay based on the exposure that you give them through your listeners. But that feels really cringy to me because that feels too capitalistic. I think we all have too much stuff. I think you're going to get enough advertisement in other places. And I don't really want to sell out quote unquote. So I don't want to say I will never have ads because I might be open to some kind of like ad for a service like you know like a counseling service or something I could like really believe in or like a partnership with another yoga brand but not not like aloe or something not like one of the ones that just want to sell you yoga clothes and shit that I don't think you need to be good at yoga I don't think you need fancy pants or whatever. Like if you like fancy pants, fine, you know, (laughs) like whatever. But I'm not going to make you feel like you need that stuff for your yoga practice to be good because I don't think you do. Um, and so my business model of this podcast was in hopes that you would want to learn more from me. So you would want to support me as a teacher. So you might buy like courses and sessions with me or come to my retreat that was always in the plan in the works to start. And so with that said, I've been doing this podcast for a year. It's been in the works for a year. It's been, I've been like failing forward 
for an entire year now. Like, I mean, there's been weeks I just didn't get to put an episode out. There's been weeks I was inconsistent. I wasn't super good at it at first. The episodes were really long. The sound wasn't great. The sound's still not always great. You know, it's just, and just these things keep happening. But when I look back on that, a year ago, we were hoping to buy a property this year. It was actually in the works for the last like four years. My partner and I were trying to like fix our credit, figure out what we need to do, keeping an eye on the real estate market, you know, forming our plans. And this year we bought a house and I've been super crazy all month because it's an old house, which is what we wanted because my partner does like construction. He's like in the construction industry for a living and he's like really good at this kind of stuff. Um, so we wanted like an old house that we could fix up and he is, I'm giving him all the credit there. Like I'm not much help. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, I'm at least like keeping everybody fed sometimes, you know? Um, so he's taking the lead on that. We're fixing up the house and I've been super crazy about it. Like, ah, like, Oh, my podcast, there's no time to record. Cause there's people here like banging and playing music all day and uh, by banging I mean like hammers you know like saws and stuff making a bunch of noise construction noise and they've got their music on and I'm not gonna like go tell them to turn their music off because that's lame so that I can record you know so that's why like some episodes are going out late I'm still like not showing up perfectly but y'all I'm showing up and I can look back over the past year and I'm like Dang, I have made sweeping major progress towards my goals, even though in the meantime, I still feel fucking crazy. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know about y'all, but it's like always something. So that's why I'm saying we have to look back and be like, what goals did I set? What did I do to work towards those goals? And, you know, where am I at now that I like once prayed to be? And I can look back on my life and see lots of things. I always wanted, personally, like, I know this isn't a goal for everybody, but I was one of those people that always wanted to have, like, a, a marriage and kids, you know? And I know, like, I'm not trying to say that that is, like, the goal or should be the goal, you know? And maybe even homeownership's not a goal for everybody. Like, some people don't want that kind of um, being tied down. You know what I mean? So it's, like, nothing, like, nothing that I'm saying is... I'm trying to say that this is what you should strive for. I'm just trying to use myself as an example of like things that I have been striving for. And even though in the meantime, I feel like I'm messing up all the time. I feel like nothing is like how I envisioned it necessarily. Well, a lot of things are honestly like our house that we got couldn't be like more perfect. I feel like it's honestly what I've been envisioning my entire life. Like, since I was a little girl, I always wanted, like, a country house with a wraparound porch. And I got myself a damn country house with a wraparound porch. Um, so, it's, like, things like that. I, that's why I'm, I super believe in manifesting. I super believe in all of that. You'll hear, hear me talk about that stuff. But to circle back to, you know, kind of why I started this podcast, I, I think sometimes the wellness industry as a whole, like, tries to give us the wrong ideas about what manifesting is, is actually like and um, what what milestones we should be celebrating. Like, I don't think dates are really that important, but I think, you know, to kind of wrap this full circle and put a pretty bow on it, 
that's where the practice of astrology comes in for me personally because every single month, that's what you do at a full moon. You're like, you look back over the past month or whatever, you know, with the moon cycle, a month, you know, a moon, a moon is a month-ish. It's about 28 days, 29 days, whatever. You know, like, uh, you look back over the past moon cycle, lunar cycle, about a month, um, and see what progress you've made. With the full moons, you kind of look at what you can shed so that you can show up more fully and create more space for what it is you're trying to create. And it is a constant process. That's why I think milestones are like, they're more complex and nuanced than, it's not just about dates, it's not just about um, the big things, like Obviously, the day that we closed on this house was, like, a huge day for me and for my family and stuff. Like, and actually, coincidentally, it fell on the fall equinox, which is just wild and serendipitous to my little astrological and Ayurvedic self, you know, because I'm like, this. we move into harvest time and we finally harvest years worth of intention and effort, you know. So that's my point is, like, it takes intention, it takes effort. Big dates are a big thing, but I think we need to be looking at milestones um, way more often than just at the end. Like, I don't think we should only set intentions at New Year's in January, and I don't think we should only look back with gratitude on Thanksgiving, you know, because that's like a thing in our United States culture. We have Thanksgiving, it's the end of the year, then we have holiday time, and with that said, actually, I have a, an upcoming holiday series, an end-of-the-year series, where we'll talk about, on this podcast, we'll talk about more details into all of these things, like looking back towards the end of the year, my thoughts on seasonal decorations and capitalism, and how to kind of enjoy the holiday season in a less capitalistic mindset, um, these ideas that have been bubbling up. I wanted to do this series last year, but I was too, like, overwhelmed with just even figuring out how to navigate just starting a podcast that I was, like, in no place to have a plan, <laughs> really, for, like, future episodes. So this has been bubbling up in the works since last year, and that's one of those things. I'm finally here. Like, you don't just have to look at where you want to be and be pissed off that you're not there. You know what I mean? Like, just start where you are, and every so often, look back with gratitude and and look at um, what you've accomplished. And so, my, I guess my main point for this episode is um, full moon, happy full moon. You know, here we are. It's a full moon, and I hope you hop over to my new podcast, Yogi Scopes, which was also always kind of the goal with starting this podcast, and I finally did this month, finally got it, uh, up and going, you know, and that's where I'll talk more about the details of this particular full moon that's happening on today, Wednesday, October 20th, but just know you can do this, like, anytime, you can do it weekly, you can do it daily, you can look back and be like, what did I really do well today, you know, um, you can look at these things like, okay, you break down your big, gigantic goals into smaller goals and celebrate every little step along the way like 
oh, today I was consistent with um, something or other, whatever it is, you know, celebrate every single step. So start and end dates are a huge, huge deal. Um, but I want to reiterate that that's not the only way to celebrate milestones, celebrating every little step, like, um, re- accomplishing, like, you know, for my podcasting example, I'm like, yay, I recorded my episode or whatever, you know? And it's like, you don't have to necessarily like get all crazy about it. You don't have to like take away from your focus, but I, I do hope you're taking that time to cultivate gratitude and look back. You know, it really comes with balancing the past and the present. I guess that's all like, that's what I really want to to reiterate that like we are all the like culmination of our habits. Um uh, like I also mentioned in the in the full moon episode of Yogi Scope's podcast, I um I mentioned a quote and I actually Googled it between between recording that and recording this because I said I didn't know who said it and it seems like the internet doesn't really know who originally said it either. So I said we overestimate what we can do in a day, but we underestimate what we can do it in a year. And that exact quote supposedly is attributed to Bill Gates. Um, but then another similar quote is attributed to somebody named Matthew Kelly from a book called The Long View. And this quote says, most people overestimate what they can do in a day, underestimate what they can do in a month, overestimate what they can do in a year, and underestimate what they can accomplish in a decade. So it's just like, it's a different way of saying it, um, that we don't want to get too swallowed up by the big picture that, you know, because like I was saying earlier, that horizon is always moving. As you move towards your goals, you're probably setting new ones. So it just seems like they're, you're not getting any closer, but you are, I promise. I promise you are. Um, and if you feel like you're not, you know, the full moon is a perfect time to look at why, why do you feel like you're not? What, what do you feel like is getting in the way of that? And what could you do? What could you release to create space to make some really meaningful progress? So with all that said, I'd encourage you to spend some time reflecting on what milestones you've reached beyond just dates, because dates don't like that whole idea that when people say like time heals, not time doesn't heal shit. Intention and effort heals, but those things take time, right? So like I was saying, it's about being process oriented. It's about becoming like the Velveteen Rabbit. Um, It's about being in the present, enjoying the present, cultivating gratitude for things you accomplish that a former you would have prayed for. And that can be measured by a feeling, you know, or like I just noticed I've been feeling this certain feeling like more often or feeling this other less desirable feeling less often or um, I made a really big, like I met somebody new that I could cultivate a relationship with, with maybe, maybe a romantic relationship, but maybe like a business partner relationship or a collaboration or, um, you know, networking type relationship or maybe you landed a client, your first client, or maybe you landed like a new client in a new way or whatever, like just 
all there's all kinds of things that you can look at as milestones. And so to bring it full circle with my podcasting example, I've been continuously showing up for a year-ish. That's why I'm saying like dates are not as important to me personally. Maybe dates are super important to you. And I'm not telling you to like throw that out the window, but I am telling you to look with more gratitude at um, things like feelings and things like what is your everyday like, you know, that's what I want to get across too with manifesting is like, are you trying to manifest a mansion or a house or whatever because you want big, nice things to impress other people? Or is it because you want the feeling of security that comes with that job or that title or that salary or that house or whatever, you know? So I'd encourage you to measure your milestones by feelings, by um, smaller, more savory pieces of gratitude. So I hope on this full moon, in this harvest time of the year, you're able to look back with some gratitude at what you have harvested with the things that old you hoped and prayed for. You know, what are things big and little? That's what I encourage you to focus on this week or today or just for the next like 10 seconds while I ramble about, you know, the end of the episode stuff. So I hope that this continues to reiterate one of my main points in what I'm here to talk about and teach is that everything in life is a process. It's all about like, you know, everything is constantly changing. That's why we study astrology and Ayurveda is to best navigate the energies at play, the changes. The only constant is change, right? And and so we need to adjust how we show up and um, really refine our processes and stuff. So with all that said, I hope you're able to look back with some gratitude at some milestones you've reached this lunar cycle or today or in the last five minutes or in the last year or in the last 10 years or whatever. I just hope you're able to cultivate some gratitude around that today. And I want to extend my deepest gratitude for all of you that show up, the ones that have been showing up from the beginning. I super appreciate you all. The ones that have found this podcast along the way and continue to show up and listen. Thank you so much for spending your time with me. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you always remember to keep your feet on the ground, your head in the stars, and stay in the light. And I'd love to connect with you on social media or jump over to my other podcast, Yogi Scope Podcast, to learn more about this particular full moon today. I appreciate you all. Have a great full moon.